Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. You are in for a treat. It's August, and that means let's lighten it up. Everyone's on vacation this month. Your therapist is on vacation. It's hotter than Masada, and nobody wants to do anything. And well, we shouldn't. If we're lucky enough to take a breath, this is the time to do it. In the spirit of lightening up, today's conversation is with the fabulous Mrs. Abramovitz, aka Tammy Abramovitz. Talk about life, fun, and thoughtful. Her mind, her life, and her spirit is so full. She's a wife, mother, and confident adventurer with a live out loud Texas personality that is generous, achievement oriented, sensitive, and contemplative. When she walks into a room, heads turn and folks mumble, who is that fabulous woman? Her energy and joie de vivre light up the place. No matter what she touches, it turns to delight. I've been known to screenshot some of her Facebook photos for inspiration. Named by Solinaire Magazine as one of the 100 party hosts in the country in 2018, she continues to inspire and educate via her monthly newspaper column called Modern Manners in the Castle Pines Connection in Castle Pines, Colorado. You'll want to grab a cold summer drink and a pen to take notes on this conversation. Mrs. Abramovitz, may I call you Tammy? Please. I want to make sure my manners are clean. So welcome. Thank you, Robin. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm so happy to spend this warm summer morning with you. So, you know, Tammy, we've met um, through a variety of folks at different times in different places. And every time, really, I mean it from the bottom of my kishkis, you walk into a room, it really does light up. And there's something in the way that you emanate this joie de vivre that I mentioned in my intro, that I wonder um, if you were to meet me for the first time and I lit up and thought, wow, you are fabulous. Who are you? Tell me about yourself. What would you tell me? Well, I remember the first time we met and you and I went on and on. <laughs> and, um, and that is what I love about making connections. I don't think there's an elevator speech for Mrs. Abramovitz. I'd love to say, um, you know, I'm a, I love to play Mahjong. There's a whole list of things that, that I love to do. Um, but mostly I love making connections. I love meeting new people. If you're interested in me, more than likely I am interested in you. And that conversation just starts and goes back and forth. And before you know it, you have a new friend. Oh boy. Well, I just love some of the things that I've seen that you post online. And I love the column that you write. I know the column I mentioned is called Modern Manners, and it's in the Castle Pines Connection. But some of the listeners don't know about it. So can you tell us a little bit about your column and what are some of the things that you write about and how you got to get this column? What's it called and how'd you get it? would love to tell all about that. It has been such a fun little platform. You know, I um, I Googled myself one day and found out that I had this, um, this, this wonderful um, 
accolade from the Solonier magazine of being one of the top party hosts in the country. Would like to add that that list was the top 100. Oprah Winfrey was on it. Reese Witherspoon was on it. I um, put it up on Facebook and said, how in the world did this happen? And I found out that um, Joanne Davidson, you know, our fabulous party writer, uh, formerly of the Denver Post, and now she's um, she's doing it on her own. But she had submitted my name. And um, as a result of being on that very prestigious list, I ended up with a lot of fun things that came to me. Um, a gentleman from the Denver Public Library helped me put a series of manners uh, classes together. And then the local newspaper reached out to me. And so I'm in my third year of writing this column. We write it once a month. And it is just a platform um, to remind people that we're doing great and that we can do better. There are just so many things that we have to stop and think about. Um, this month's column was on the act of deference um, and when we defer and why we defer. Certainly when we're entering and exiting spaces, you need to let the person who's leaving go ahead and leave. Um, I just, I like to kind of get on these little soapboxes and kind of remind people of, um, of how we can live in an increasingly decreasing space. And um, I think that is achieved through manners. And the Castle Pines Connection is my little newspaper, my little local newspaper. But I, I know a lot of people follow my column on Facebook. Um, and I love that. Um, we're going to have a link at the end of this podcast where you can go and see all of the columns that I've written. I think you'll find them uh, cheeky and fun and interesting and important. Well, so here's a question. How do you decide what you are going to write about? What is it that um, fills your mind that comes to you and says, this is worthy of having a conversation with the folks that you have? Uh, reading well, your column, I have a, a constant um, sheet. I am constantly thinking about things, and um, certainly things that aggravate me personally. Um, things that I think we can we can all elevate ourselves. Take for example the shopping cart. Um, you know, I um, if I were to go on a dating site, I would put something like, "If you don't return the shopping cart, you know, don't even think about." <laughs> looking at my dating profile. I think that's such a, um, a, a, a thing that speaks volumes about a person. Um, there's no law, there's no, there's no manners, there's no etiquette rule, but returning a shopping cart is just a simple act that um, says, I'm going to do the right thing regardless of who, where, why. I mean, I get that we have some disability um uh, language we can we can use here. There are some things. There are some reasons why people. But on the whole, you know, the shopping cart almost says um, everything about a person. If do you return the shopping cart? Because if you do, we're going to be friends. And if you don't, we're we've got something to talk about. We need um, to cut this this conversation short. No, yes, I do return the shopping cart. Absolutely, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. It's such a simple act. Um, next month, I'm going to probably find myself in trouble, but. I'm going to be talking about dogs and, and people who bring dogs into grocery stores and restaurants. And, you know, um, I get that there are dogs that are um, animals of, um, uh, you know, we, we need them. Um, some of them are support animals for, uh, for 
reasonable causes and um but I, I think we've got to have a little talk about that i think we're, we're gonna have to chat about that and so tammy where do you get ideas that fill your mind like you know the dogs or the shopping cart or you know when i see your pictures you have these tablescapes set that are unbelievably spirited and delicious looking where do those ideas come from well, I do love entertaining. It is really what fills me up. Um, I love being with people, having people at my table. That's my love language is hospitality and cooking and um, visiting and eating. Um, you know, I was raised in Texas as a devout Southern Baptist. And I can remember the um, Sunday mornings when the pastor would get up and he would talk about whatever happened him that week. Unlike the life I live now, which is one um, where we keep a Jewish home and we move through the Torah every week, everybody's on the same page. I liken that to um, my my column. It's the things that I see during the week. It's the things that I hear. It's the things that I think are interesting and approachable, and maybe we should talk about them. And so I just kind of create that little platform. Um, But I also love social media. I love Facebook. I love Instagram and Pinterest is just, I, I dig it. Is there anyone on social media or on Pinterest or on Facebook that, or Instagram that you follow that inspires you? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't really be able to single out one person. Okay. I'm constantly finding new people and following and looking and digging. My curiosity is, I think, one of the things that keeps me going. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that I, I'll click on something and do a little deep dive to learn a little bit more about it. Always learning, always curious. Well, we certainly share that, right? Which is why we're mm-hmm. here having a mind... Full right, conversation. Yes. Um, but I wonder, let me ask in a different way. Is there anything special you have read, heard, or seen that has impacted where you are today? Well, I would have to call out Brene Brown. I think we're all on the same page with her. I can remember seeing that vulnerability TED talk when, um, and she subsequently referred to that one of her books. She thought, you know, 800 people were going to be in attendance that day. And I think that TED talk might be up to around 50 million views now. She's created a new language. She's created, well, she hasn't created, she's revealed. I mean, we all know intuitively Um, how to speak emotionally. In her last book, she says, you know, there are basically three words we use to describe emotions, mad, angry, sad. And she um, is trying to show us that there are 140 words that we ought to be using to describe um, emotional intelligence. And how can we be emotional beings without having language around around these emotions? So um, if there was one person and one thing, I mean, I don't even remember when that TED Talk came out, The Power of Vulnerability. Um, I want to say, what do you think? That was 10 or 12 years ago? Wow, was it that long already? I think so. And what was it about that talk that you would say um, has added to the Mrs. Abramovitz um, persona and interest and creativity? Well, I think that 
um, like so many people, she just hit me right between the eyes. She was finally saying what I didn't have the words to say. And that is the power of vulnerability. And when we allow ourselves to just be instead of being worried about what everybody's thinking about us or saying about us, or um, when we have the um, courage to be ourselves, um, I, I just found that to be mind blowing. Um, and I think that that is the real courage. Um, you go out every day and you do the best you can and you do have the most fun that you can and you do the work that you need to do. And at the end of the day, when you can lay your head down on your pillow and go to sleep, I think you've, I think you've done very well. You know, I'm curious when I'm thinking about, you know, being yourself and, not worrying about what people think and how to put yourself out there. And that that's one of the things that you do so well, right? You do it through um, clothing, through hair, through tablescape, through heart. You're, you know, it's not just about what's out here with you, but it's what's inside as well. And what's outside, what is here outside in your, in your persona that, enters a room that makes us just think, oh, God, I have boots. I need to go home and dig out my boots. Look how fun those boots are. <laughs> or, oh my gosh, if I turn my hair upside down and I pull it on top of my head, oh, look at that, how fun. Um, the things that make you, you. Um, I wonder how, um, how can I say this? Is there, um, I've kind of got excited about your boots and your hair. Sure. I have to circle back around. I've lost myself here. (laughs) um, I have to tell you last year for my birthday, one of my friends showed up with pineapples for everybody. And um, she, she had a little note on them and gave a pineapple to everyone and said, you know, live your life like Tammy with your crown on top of your head. Um, Cause people can't see me today. So they don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I definitely wear my hair up in the biggest, wildest way. And that is definitely a part of my persona. And I just want to say thank you for that, for being so generous and sweet about saying all of those nice things. Well, I love that they brought you a pineapple because, you know, pineapple is the sign of hospitality. Yes, yes. So yes. I love that little God wink of what are the chances that uh-huh, uh-huh. she brought a pineapple and it represented a couple of different things. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. as we sit outside in the summer, maybe we should all put a little pineapple on our table to welcome our guests. I love it. Oh, yeah. Pineapples used to be very exotic and very expensive and women would um, pitch in and buy one pineapple and they'd move it around from party to party and put it on their sideboards. Um, that's what a symbol they were and how, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah, they were very inaccessible. Um, how yeah. fun and clever is that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, you know, with your column, let's circle back around to um, modern manners. Uh, do folks write in and ask you questions? I don't get as much of that as I would like, honestly. And okay. if I can get 
chat out on this podcast today, it would be send me your questions. Um, I, like I said, I have a never ending list of, of things to write about. Um, I would love to answer some questions directly. Um, I, um, the, the feedback that I've gotten from that sweet little column is 100% positive. I love that people are interested in it and they share it on social media. And um, I get a lot of great feedback from my editor um, and she hears things and it is just the, it is just the most fun little, little thing to work with. It's just about 195 words, you know, every, every month, but I love doing it. One of the things you and I've talked about is um, our birthdays, uh-huh. right? Yes. You, when I first met you, you were coming up on a big birthday. Yes. And I'm coming up on a big birthday, which folks listening who are friends with me are so tired of hearing about, but come August 12th, I'll be done. But until then I am milking it and they're all laughing. Folks who don't know me are like, I don't know what she's talking about, but folks who do know me are laughing like, yeah, she's milking it. But I wanted to say that you had a ritual that you had mentioned to me that was important when folks do hit big milestone birthdays. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that ritual? Because I think that would fill our minds and our hearts and enable us to think about things a little bit differently. Well, so when I was a young girl, I had a necklace that said, this girl deserves a celebration. And I can remember my grandmother seeing it and just laughing. And she said, you know, Tammy, you you can't live your life like that. And I am, oh, gosh, I love my grandmother of blessed memory, but um, she was so wrong. <laughs> and I um, I adore particularly those milestone birthdays. And I've done two huge parties, rented the Oriental Theater for my 40th and had a talent show, 16 acts, three bands, rented the Mitchell Hall at Botanic Gardens for my 50th. We did a sit down dinner for 200, a dance and a show. Um, We had um, TV dinners plated. Um, It was just extraordinary. So in March, I've got my big 60 coming up and I have got a huge party planned. Um, I'm going to take it to Texas this time. I had so much fun at my class reunion last fall that I've decided I want this party to be with a lot of those older friends, those people who couldn't travel to Colorado. And of course, all my wonderful Colorado friends are going to travel down to Texas. Um, but we're we're going to do a dance party. I'm going to DJ a dance party um, down in Texas in March. And so I think that celebrating is important. Um, I have so many great touchstones with people over all those decades. There are a few people that have been to all of those parties. And um, I just can't move into a decade without bringing it on. So for those of us moving into different decades, Mm -hmm. where do you, where does your inspiration come from? How do you fill your mind with what the, what the theme might be for the decade? Well, I just think about it. I think about it sometimes for years. This just doesn't just show up. You know, I'd even told my husband, um, I said, listen, I'm not going to do, I don't need a big budget because I'm not going to do this big 60 that's coming up. I'm going to do a social platform. I'm going to do 60 days to 60. And then all of a sudden, um, I read about the one of the um, 
uh, Havaraz, the Jewish commandment that you should share your wisdom, particularly when you're reaching those higher milestones. And so um, I have a friend who shared her wisdom through interpretive dance, mm. uh, which was hilarious. I've decided that a dance party is one of my favorite things. And so I am going to curate the dance through uh, my 60 years of wisdom. And I am going to share it through a little, not a little, but a big, a big dance party. That sounds so fun. I love that sharing our wisdom, which is what we do. Yes. That's how we have these micro conversations that we walk away the better for, because we take a little piece of wisdom that we get comfortable and vulnerable enough to share. So speaking of that, I'm going to pivot a little. Sure. Okay. And um, we have talked a lot about some things and I wanted to ask a question, speaking of a different note. Um, I've had this tradition of asking folks a question from Deep Talks Daily Questions. Mm -hmm. And as I've mentioned in other podcasts, I discovered it from one of my favorite thinkers and one of my mindful inspirations. His name is Dan Pink. So there are 365 intriguing queries that are generated using artificial intelligence. So Dan picks one every day. I think that's just great. He's like you. He's like me. He's curious and he finds new ways to uncover. And I'm going to talk more about him in another episode. But for now, I'm wondering, want to play along and pick a random number between one and 365 and see what comes up and then answer it? I would love to. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me get it up. All right, my friend. So Carol Merrill wants to know what your number is. <laughs> I'm going to go with 364. All right. Let me roll 364. Ooh. What is it? The question is. What is the one thing you would do if you knew it would cause no harm? Oh, if I knew it would cause no harm. Um, oh, gosh, that's just not coming to me quickly. I know. That's a biggie, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, and I would um, immediately go to ending world hunger. Um, that would, and, and causing no harm, I suppose I might put a few capitalists out of business, but <laughs> I, I think that's a... I think that's a right that we should we should have as human beings. I don't think anyone should um, should be hungry for any reason. And mm-hmm. so um, I don't know exactly what that means in terms of harm. But if there was something that I could do, boy, ending world hunger would be right at the top of my list. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one. We'll have to ponder, huh? I am going to ponder that. Yeah. I don't I know how I would answer hard. that either, but hmm. Yeah. But ending world hunger for sure. Do you do you have one that comes right to you? I don't. I'm going to think about that today as well. What would I do if I knew it would cause no harm? I mean, if Hmm. I were a nudist. I wouldn't dare, but um, you, you can know, be that, a nudist, but you can't be a nudist <laughs> driving a car because it would I would cause harm because they drive off the 
<laughs> exactly. That's, that's funny. Exactly. That's funny. All right, my dear. Well, we, um, I want to be respectful of time. So as we close our conversation, if you want listeners to fill their mind with one thing from our conversation or one thing about modern manners and Mrs. Abramovitz, what would that be? Be kind. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's manners in its most simple, its most simple form. Be kind, be kind to one another, be generous, be courteous, um, be kind, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's, it's that simple. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Robin. I loved you having you. I loved having you. Love seeing you. Um, love just learning from you. 